What's our topic today? Today we're talking about how to discuss the employment gap. Mm. Anytime there's a gap in your resume, a little blip in your work history, how do you explain to the hiring manager, the person interviewing you, mm -hmm. what you did during that time, right? Yeah, so it's that, always a tricky question. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's a tricky one. And we're gonna talk about a couple of strategies that you can use, some ways of confidently expressing what you did at that time, explaining, you know, the activities and things that you were up to at that moment, right? Cool. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because um, I've definitely been in these interview situations. They ask a question like that and you just sort of freeze because, uh, you know, you obviously in the interview, you, you want to put on your best self and to give the impression that you're always, uh, you know, in full momentum, full stride. Uh, and sometimes these questions can totally to throw you off your you track. Off guard, yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so, um, you know, as with most interviewing, one of the most important things uh, to do going into the interview is to try to prepare for some of these difficult situations. Exactly. Right. And we're not talking about memorizing answers per se, because you don't want to sound rehearsed, but you do want to think through some of these concepts. And I think the concept of today's topic is a really useful one. Definitely. So uh, that you to think through. Exactly. So that you don't get caught off guard, so that you don't look like you hadn't even thought about um, yeah. So you have a few talking points, right? We're always about the talking points, not thinking about a memorization, sort of, you know, a rote memory script yeah. that you have. Um, I mean, in these lives, we, we use talking points, right? Uh, if we're reading off true. the script, it would sound uh, very different. And uh, exactly. the, key, the key to a fluent conversation and a natural conversation yeah. is just sticking with a few talking points because right. you can jump um, from one to the other. Uh, in, a, in a natural and sort of organic way. And you want to make it conversational, right? That's yeah. the goal with the interview. So keep all of that in mind um, and use that to frame sort of what we're going to share with you today. So the first thing that we can, you know, bring up in this context is the gap in employment doesn't have that same negative connotation as it did a couple years ago. Why is that? Well, one of the reasons is, you know, a couple of years ago, maybe 10 years before the financial crisis of yeah. 08, even before that, yeah, people tended to be employed at the same company for 20 years, 25 years, a lifetime of, of, of a career. You spent your career. A lot of loyalty. Yeah. Yep. I think we're getting an error in signal. Ah, no, we're good. Okay, just making sure because there was a storm. There was a storm that came day. through the other day, so. So you want to make sure. If it cuts out, let us know. Let us know. <laughs> so anyway, as I was saying, um, at the time, you know, people were employed for years, and it was jarring to the next employer mm. or to the hiring manager when there was a gap. You know, it's yeah. like, what's going on? What did you do? <laughs> what's you know the issue? Whereas now. The gig economy, freelance is on the rise. People are, you know, coming up with their own companies, doing remote work, this kind of thing. It's not as bizarre to have a gap in employment. Quarantine, right? That's something else. Yeah, um, that's a really good point because um, it, a gap in employment used to be something that uh, 
it was really terrifying and yeah. it was a sure indication that you got fired and then you have questions about why were you fired and all of this you know yeah. you know difficult sort of conversation topics to discuss these days uh job changes are much more fluid and people's sort of concept of a career is much more fluid now right uh it isn't you know the definition of a career is no longer i work at this one company for my entire life it can be i've tried five or six different things right uh in the first 10 years of my career yeah, exactly. right and you're constantly switching yeah and just because you're not employed at the moment doesn't mean that you're not active that you're not uh you know strengthening your skills and being productive right that stigma is slowly eroding yeah but it's still very important in the interview context to make that clear right you don't want to um you don't want to leave it up to the inter uh, interviewer to, to sort assume. of assume yeah exactly so that's why you want to come in with you know the understanding that they will ask you the question that expectation if there is a gap in your employment history yeah and you know come up with a way to best articulate what you did at that time So right. the big one, right, is skill development. As you mentioned, Greg, right, developing skills that last a lifetime that equip you for opportunity, right? And these can be skills that will help you improve in your professional endeavors, mm. be it in the industry that you are currently or you were most recently a part of or something that you are aspiring towards. Yeah. Right, a different career. You want to make that, you know, switch to another industry. And they could also be professional skills, uh, excuse me, personal skills that you develop, right? So we have that two, that dichotomy here of personal and professional skills to enhance. So don't forget that, right? Any skill that you acquire can be used in a way that enhances what you do at work or what you do in your daily, you know, life. And a, an example of a personal skill that you might develop is you know maybe you uh started training for one of those ironman competitions yeah. right what does that demonstrate so it's not just oh i trained for this it's that demonstrates commitment it demonstrates dedication it demonstrates perseverance right discipline all of these amazing skills that we get from training for something like that right of that caliber so you know it's really interesting right how we can take things that we've done and frame it in a way that will, you know, show how desirable we are to the employer, right? Yeah, that's the challenge. And yeah. um what's cool about this is that you can do it with pretty much anything, right? Uh if you have the right mindset, mm -hmm. you could take uh pretty much anything that you've been up to and turn it into some kind of learning opportunity. And um as as Vernon mentioned uh you do want to be honest and good morning Vernon by the good way good morning um, everyone else else yes. watching uh you do want to be honest that's critical but in addition to being honest you can be complete and we encourage you to be complete and in, in the process of being complete you can you know take some liberties in terms of developing a narrative around what it is you were doing to your point right? right if you were trained for an ironman yeah. right some intense physical endeavor um that will entail taking time off uh but it's taking time off to do something very impressive and it shows a lot of powerful qualities that that 
managers love to hire for. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And so um, when before you go into an interview, one of the most important things you can do, uh, particularly in the context of this, is to look through your timeline, your chronology, a chron right? Yeah. Your chronology of um, your, your resume. Yeah. And if there are gaps, start to build narratives, stories around why those gaps exist. Um, and even if you were fired, even if you were laid, laid off. off, right? Yeah. Something that is difficult to discuss. That's okay. Uh, as long as when, when you had that period of downtime, you put it to use, right? Exactly. Um, and there are many different ways one can put it to use. You know, you don't have to train for the Ironman. You can develop a skill, right? You can... Uh, Learn motion design. Yeah, exactly. Um, Take a course. Yeah, there's uh, so many wonderful online courses out now, right? The internet is overflowing with high-quality information and 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 all that good stuff, right? So take advantage of it. And you can also frame it in a way uh, where in that case, maybe you weren't laid off or, or fired. You just, you want to switch gears. You can frame it as, you know, I consciously decided to take a year off. Mm -hmm. I spent my time doing X, Y, Z, which helps me do ABC now. Uh, you know, people take gap years, right? And they'll go and travel. Um, yeah. But my parents never let me take that gap year. That you know, there's the one between yeah. high school and college yeah. in the U.S. that people like to take off, and you can go and explore. You did, you did a little more of that than a I. A little did. bit. I mean, I I was enrolled in a f intensive French program because I was right. a double major. Right. One of them was the French uh, major in college, so I did a semester um, abroad. So I was right. still at school, um, but it was in a different environment, a different culture, and I loved it. It was a perfect way to reset after. Um, you know, between high school yeah. and college. And it wasn't a gap, but it was definitely a way of segueing into the next chapter of my life. Right. right. So framing it along those lines can also really help and being sure that you're able to articulate it, right, in the way that you want so that, as Greg mentioned, you don't leave any space for them to assume right. something. Right. Yeah, I find um, really effective job interviews uh, – you know, as the person being interviewed, uh, for me, are ones where I have a clear narrative. Yes. Right? A clear a story. Story, What's your story that I wanted to uh, portray to the person interviewing me, right? Because you only have 30 minutes, sometimes 15 minutes. Yeah. If you're lucky, an hour uh, to sort of paint a picture of who you are. So you can't cover everything. So instead, what you need to do is figure out what are the important important aspects exactly. uh, that are relevant to this job uh, and that are aligned with the kinds of, you know, people that this company is hiring. And so when it comes to your employment gaps, you want to do the same thing. How do you work that employment gap into your bigger narrative, Yeah. right? Um, and uh, if, if you find that you're struggling to, to uh, plug in uh, that gap into your narrative, then that's a great opportunity to sit down and really spend some time uh, reworking your narrative, right? Exactly. You want to find a way for there to be um, a cohesive uh, arc. Right. And, and so if it doesn't fit into the arc, then maybe work on developing a new arc, one that does incorporate it, right? Um, and be creative. Again, stay honest. That's, that's yeah. critical. That's but, really but important. But be creative. 
Um, you, you mentioned something earlier about, yeah. um, you know, you chose to, to leave, right? Right. If you say that, you know, if that was if that were the case in your situation where you, you know, you were tired of what you were doing, you wanted a change of pace, and you decided to to quit or to leave. Right. You would say then, right, I consciously decided to do that because I wanted to do these, I wanted to build these skills, I wanted to go to this place, I wanted to travel there. Right, exactly. So my point is you may not have actually literally chosen to leave, right? Uh, It may not have been your decision, but oftentimes those things happen as a result of you know some subconscious desire yeah, to exactly. live, right? That I can. I'm just speaking from experience here, uh, where certain times where uh, a departure happened, you know, was partly instigated by me, right. not wanting to be there and and, and sort of configuring, yeah. ensuring that the chips fell that way, right? Right. So the point is. A lot of things aren't as black and white as we like to think. Yeah. And They're because of that. More nuanced. Yeah. You yeah. have a lot of liberty to frame uh, uh, what happened in a way that sort of fits your narrative. Exactly. What is it? The, uh, the classic phrase, um, uh, history is written by the historians. What is it? What is oh, it? I, don't, I don't know. Maybe the some point, of the viewers the point know. Is, um, Do you guys we, know? What we know of history. <laughs> yeah. Uh, only exists because of the historians Somebody who, recorded who documented it, right? It, okay. right? And right. of course, even those historians had a perspective. Mm-hmm. So what we're encouraging you to do here is develop a perspective and develop a perspective that helps reinforce the narrative uh, that you're trying to drive home. Exactly. So it's all in the way that, you know, you articulate that gap, that period of time, and what you made of it. Right, so touching upon the the personal aspects of how you filled that gap with personal skills, um, cooking, fitness, other you know painting, whatever that whatever strikes your fancy that might not necessarily align with something in your professional career, yeah. um, but then also things that you improved upon for the industry that you're in or the industry that you want to be in. Um, Right. If you want to be an animator, then maybe you spend time learning graphic design and motion design and um, you know color schemes and that kind of thing. Um, if you you know want to be in diplomacy, maybe you learned a few languages mm. to help you you know help help you get there. Yeah. Um, maybe you improve your communication skills and your social skills just to be a better human. Right. Things like that. So really think about what story you want to, to, to weave together and then how that fits in to the other things that you've done, right. both personally and professionally. And then, you know, how can you share that in a, how can you articulate it in a way that really makes sense to the person and compelling. interviewing you? Exactly. Because like you said, you don't have that much time, yeah. right? And, and that's what's so tricky, too, about that question, tell me about yourself. Right, because it's like, uh, who am I? Right, it's this existential question yeah. that we have to, that we're faced with. Um, <laughs> so this is the same kind of question, right? We need to figure out, like, what did we do in that time when nobody was telling us what to do? Right, we yeah. have a boss telling you do this, do that, do that. Maybe you were your own boss. Things like that. Definitely. Share those. Right, and and you know, one of the best ways to um, start framing that narrative um, 
is to do some research on what it is that's important to that company, not just on from a business perspective, yeah, right? I love not that. just what they're trying to sell. That's a great idea. Uh, but understanding who their customers are, understanding what the core values of the company mm-hmm. are, um, understanding what the culture is like, yeah. right? You want to create, um, you want to paint a picture of yourself that represents um, alignment between you and the vision and mission of the company. And again, for different companies, that'll be different. And so you'll want to paint different visions. And that doesn't mean any of those sort of caricatures of yourself is any less honest. They're all honest, right? We're multidimensional yeah, humans. Exactly. Um, and so there are many different facets to us that we can emphasize in different contexts. Right. So you should feel no sort of moral qualms, qualms yeah. around developing multiple stories about yourself, multiple narratives. Exactly. Because different jobs, Roles, different yeah. positions yeah. call for different narratives. Exactly. And that's what's cool yeah. about being alive, right? And particularly yeah. in today's world where yeah. You know, we can be working at so many different things, uh, and we can have so many different skills. Right. Uh, there are so many narratives to tell. Yeah. And that's part of the fun is, is coming up with a narrative that you're proud of, uh, that you feel good talking about, and that is aligned yeah. uh, with the, the goals and vision of, of wherever it is you're applying. Exactly. Yeah, so those are some ways to really think about, you know, how can you most effectively and honestly... Uh, and proudly share what you've been up to because there's nothing to be ashamed of, you know, for whatever reason uh, it is that you have that employment gap. It could be the birth of a child, uh, helping out an elderly parent or relative, um, you know, traveling somewhere, um, some, you know, recovering from injury, um, you know, maybe just avoiding burnout right and trying something new yeah um maybe living life because your definition of life is not the way that it was before the employment gap or whatever right there's so many different reasons and it's not so much the why like why did you why do you have this gap it's what you did with that gap what you achieved from that gap so if you reframe it that way there's nothing to be ashamed of it's 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 all about you know, how you articulate it confidently mm-hmm. and also to, to look back on that moment and say, wow, I, I learned so much. I, uh, you know, all these skills that I've acquired because that is the most important thing to constantly be acquiring skills and, and, and you know, be it personal or professional so yeah. that you're constantly, you know, employable and you're constantly evolving, yeah. right? It's, it's about the evolution. Yeah, so, so Vernon actually had a really good point, and I love oh, this right. one, which is um, uh, one, one way uh, that you could have an employment gap is yeah. you decided to give a shot at starting your own business, right? right. Uh, now, let's say it doesn't work out, which mm-hmm. in a lot of cases, that is the case, right? right it doesn't right. work out. It's extremely mm-hmm. difficult. There are a lot of uncontrolled circumstances, factors that go into it. So most businesses, unfortunately, don't work out, um, at least not in the first try. Uh, Now, in that situation, one might feel a little bit nervous Mm. to to talk about that that. because it was a failure. I don't want to talk about a failure during my interview. Failure. Right, a failure. But the truth (laughs) is there are so many lessons that that one learns in starting a business 
that there's so much to talk about, right? Right. Even if the business didn't turn out the way you hoped it would, mm -hmm. um, that's still a really good thing to discuss, right? It can be very powerful. A, you took initiative to try and start your the own thing. The guts that right? it required to yeah. initiate something exactly. like that. Um, you were brave enough to take a risk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You were Maybe left confident a, enough. a high-paying, cushiony job. Yeah, right? totally. Yeah. You, you were yeah. confident enough in yourself to give it a shot. Um, yeah. And in the process of you know, getting that uh, business going, whether or not it succeeded, you, you, there were so many different challenges that you had to overcome where there's no manual, right? There's no instruction set. Yeah. So talking about all that stuff, right? In general, Failures often come with a lot of lessons. So oh, don't necessarily always. be afraid yes. to to to, uh, uh, to bring explore, those up. Right? And don't explore try. those failures. And explore them. Right? Like when, when Greg was saying, you know, look at your resume. Look at all the things that you've done. Um, maybe look at photographs to, to you know, um, spark your memory. Because yeah. sometimes we don't have that written on paper. And you say, what did I do at that time? All of these things to help you write that arc. Uh, to write, excuse me, that narrative. Um, exactly. and, and how can you like fit that in there, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's it's a matter of, um, in general, look, yeah. it, even in businesses, when, when you're in the job, there's still lots of failures, right? There's many failures. Yeah. Uh, you had an assignment Snafus, and you didn't complete it the way you lips. wanted to. Yeah. Um, or the boss wasn't as pleased with, with the deliverable as, right. as, as uh, you'd hoped, mm -hmm. right? All these opportunities are, are uh, all these situations are Teachable opportunities moments. for learning. Teachable moments. Yes. And employers want to know that uh, in the face of adversity, right, in the face of obstacles, you're able to learn from them and do better next time. Right. right? So in, in many ways, failures um, and challenging situations in general. They're character building. They're character activities. building. Right. Yeah. There, there's, a, there's a lot of substance there. Um, and so it's about diving into those, really analyzing them, spending some time before the interview to do that, and, and figuring out, extracting the lessons from them, right? Exactly. Uh, understanding uh, what could have been d done differently um, and what you've learned from it so that you can talk about it in a way that says, I've actually come out of this stronger and yeah. more capable than when I went in. Exactly. The other thing I want to mention is, you know, we talked about the different way of perceiving that employment gap depending on, you know, um, your generation, basically, right? So you should, when you go into that interview, right, the hiring manager might be older than you, uh, more experienced, mm. and also might have a worldview of the employment gap being something of a negative connotation. Don't let that deter you from expressing, you know, all of the things that we shared right now about your story and the failures and the teachable moments and all, all of that that comes from that employment gap. Um, but do be cognizant of that generational potential, generational bias, yeah. right? So go in knowing what you're going to touch upon because surely if, you, if there is a gap, they're going to want to know, you know what you did with that time. Um, but, but don't be afraid to, you know, be honest and, um, you know, share your story and don't be ashamed of it, right? Um, you, you want to be confident as you express that, even if there is that generational gap and the generational bias there. Uh, because at the end of the day, if you do the maximum that you can do and you have control only over what you can do, then you've put the irons in the fire and then the rest is, you know, up to the universe. Um, 
I'm the hiring manager, I guess. <laughs> so just keep that in mind, right? Because um, not everyone might treat it um, in a, you know, what's the word I'm looking well, yeah, for? Yeah, everyone has a different, different sort of perspective. Interpretation. interpretation. Of it. That's yeah, right. That's yeah. right. And you have to be aware of that. I mean, these things are always crapshoots. So, right. Um, Just be mindful, right? Not yeah, to absolutely. let that. And you're right. The generation gap. You. Can, can, again, people from older generations may be less um, inclined. Yeah, less open to this idea of, you know, going off and, and exploring. Traveling the world for right, a year. Traveling the year or you know, exploring a, a new skill or, or right. so forth. So that doesn't mean they can't get it. It just means it might take a little more might effort have to, work harder. To, to sort of convey the, yeah. the value of it, um, engage them in it, sort of get them immersed in why the experience is important. Yeah. The other thing yeah. um, that I think can be challenging is um, you at the moment might not have something specific to talk about. The employment gap that matters the most is the one that's most recent, right? Uh, the further back you go, the less they care. The one that's most recent is the one they're going to care most about. Right. So if you are in the middle of one at present, mm, um, yeah. right, and you don't feel like you have a good narrative for it at the moment, that's okay, right? This is now an opportunity to figure out how to do something yeah, that exactly. will be fun to talk about, right? That will show uh, some of these qualities, uh, resourcefulness, grit, uh, right? Yeah. Um, growth uh, mindset. Growth mindset, passion, yeah. um, persistence, perseverance, right? Yeah. All these things. You you have an opportunity Fortitude. now. That's Fortitude. That's what I'm looking That's for. One, right? You have an opportunity now, um, right after this live, to, to jump yeah. in and and get your hands ready with something that will be meaningful to talk about. Exactly. Because, uh, you know, there's always an opportunity to create uh, new stories, new narratives, new experiences. Always. And from those, you, you can use those as a springboard to enhance your narrative, right? Um, so if it's not the case at the moment, well, you have the power to change that and make it the case by going out and proactively seeking opportunities to develop who you are uh, the skills uh, and the stories and experiences that, that, that can help bolster a strong uh, interview performance. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it's going to take some work on your end to figure out how you want to frame it and be able to articulate as best you can, right? It comes down to the story you, you weave, the narrative that you're putting together, yeah. and the way you articulate it, right? Exactly. So articulating it with confidence, Right, you're confident, you're poised, uh, you're sure of yourself. There's nothing to be ashamed of. You're proud of all the skills that you've developed and what you've learned, even if there were, you know, many uh, failures along the way. That's part of life, right? And that's how we grow. Yeah. So, being able to convey it that way will really, I think, it'll get you to the place you want to go. Right? Yeah. What I, do you think? Yeah, I think it's a nice way of summing it up. And yeah. uh, you mentioned the growth mindset. I think that goes very hand in hand with this approach, right? Uh, the more of a growth mindset you can adopt, and yeah. I'm pretty sure we have some videos on growth mindset We do, there. yeah. Um, the more of a growth mindset you can adopt, the better you'll be able to um, contextualize uh, these employment gaps as a positive yeah. uh, and, and uh, you know. Growing strengthening, experience. Strengthening experience, exactly. Yeah. So learning to adopt that growth mindset will help you see the opportunity in the adversity. And um, that's really what this is about, developing exactly. that, that uh, uh, cohesive narrative yeah. that 
that shows that even in, in times of difficulty and uncertainty, you had the fortitude, yeah. um, the grit, the grit, the perseverance, yeah, uh, the passion to sort of power through exactly. and bounce back if yeah. you are bouncing back. Yeah. So I think that about wraps it up today. Yeah. Um, I hope uh, everyone uh, found this useful. Um, you know, this is something that we all deal with and yeah. it takes uh, some work, uh, but with the right preparation, uh, you can really turn uh, difficult and awkward conversations into uh, ones that, that really help develop who you are as a person and can, can significantly strengthen your candidacy uh, for these roles. Exactly.